0: around the NFL podcast
1: would rather take less than play on the Giants (laughs) from the Chris Wessling podcast studio it's around the NFL
2: take less than play for the Giants all right shots fight that's true for me it's like ooh, hey we're the classy organization in New York hey how about you uh, win more than six games in a season Eli beat you twice sorry Dan Hans
1: is here. Mark Sessler, Greg Rosenthal. Oh, and we have somebody in the fourth chair, an old friend. Right before the show started, I said, if he has another son, name him Shaq. It's Patrick Claibon. That's, yeah, breaking news. Uh, out no, of context. I, I, I
3: will not, uh, we, we were discussing the nature of our existence earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I currently, right now, we're, we're sticking it too. We're sticking it too. Not, well, nothing. yeah,
2: your theory, and it's a sound one, was you need to be rich for three. That's why the three, the three kid households have been diminishing. Or enjoy children, that would help. I mean, <laughs> I,
0: I can confirm that I, I do enjoy my children yes. uh, mostly. But like, I can confirm the settlers will not be having a third child either if we're breaking yeah, those uh, that we, type we of We believe news. you on that one, Mark.
3: It, it just it takes a lot of help. Like it takes a lot of help. It takes a village. Takes right? a village. Right. And and they've made villages er- increasingly expensive. But over the Shaquille years. Claibon, you got to
1: say. <laughs> It's got a ring to it. Shaquille Hanses. (laughs) Yeah. That would be interesting. I'll bring him in. (laughs) Shaq Hans. Yeah, I'll sit him down. Shaq (laughs) Hans. Jack Harrison and Shaquille. Um, Let's talk day two of the legal tampering period. We're now inside 24 hours before the league has its happy new year and all these contracts become official and – what are you doing? Why are you throwing your arms up? And
2: you just were remind. I forgot that. And I was like, the whole thing is stupid that the, the, the league year starts on Wednesday. Isn't well, by the stupid? way, it's, I honestly forgot about it, that. That's it, even it, a it, thing. That is a common complaint.
0: We've been complaining about that for a long time. But, it is an incredibly dumb right, way to, to roll it out.
1: We're just because we're, we'd like to get the details right. Right. For all intents and purposes, the league year began. Yesterday. Yeah. That's so, fair. it you know, it's not like people are reneging on deals from Monday on Wednesday, although we kind of had one happen today and we're going to get to that around the Cowboys.
0: I'm just saying lift the procession. But okay. That's fine. That's that's we've got a whole nother calendar year to go on the warpath for that scenario. But it's all
3: about it's all about things. Right. You need a new thing. And Wednesday is our thing. Right. It's like Monday was the opening of the window right. and then the thing becomes
1: another thing. We love things here. You need a thing. You have to have a thing. The thing that I the thing that I took away from the heart of the covid-19 lockdown that will will always stick with me and, and God forbid we end up back in that place ever again is when you took away the things, the things to look forward to. Uh, This this meet up with friends, this vacation, my family coming to visit uh, the start of this opening day for baseball. When you took away the things and you were just in a world without anything to look forward to, that was to me as dark as it got mentally.
0: You need structure. I mean, you, I think you do, especially need structure. And I appreciate you need that. that Wednesday. I, I take, don't know because I, 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 I take it back. You I don't need think it. everyone feels <laughs> the same way as you do. But I just I felt like I was floating, saying.
1: right? You know, and weeks and then months passed, and I was like, where, "I'm just untethered."
0: Part of me enjoyed the like mapless chaos of it all for a bit of time, <laughs> right? And then it became just we all did tedious. when we were
1: drinking, and you know, it's like, "Oh, isn't this cool? We're in our little bunkers." Well, well, we, we don't have to go days. back. And you, you
2: famously, know. Mark, have been looking for a world jolting event to happen since the start of this Fingers podcast. Crossed. I think you've probably even mentioned pandemic in that mix at some point, and it happened eventually. I know, but don't peg me. Don't yeah, peg the Omicron. It, it feels like and everything else. Yeah, it's like it's not my. Mark do not the deaths <laughs> of <They're laughs> just saying Thank we you, need Mike. something <laughs> to jolt us out of our complacency, uh, and it's happened. And. And 38 players, by the way, I just counted off my top 101 list, have agreed to contracts in these first uh, 24 yeah, That's hours. the societal that we're looking for. Yeah, I we like got a, that structure. We got a to wait
0: I like go. the
1: list. I like that there are meetings happening. I like that there are things in the world that are happening, and I hope they continue. I like being part of the world, okay? Sue me, Sessler. No, I think it's fantastic. How does it feel, Patrick, to be here for Rosenthal Season the time of year where greg is the man where this is his world and he's focused
3: well first of all it's always the time of year
1: where greg Hey is graver <laughs> That's true. right here buddy <laughs> Go ahead what time is it, <laughs> Greg? But it, it's always it's always
3: Greg time. But as you said, Dan, specifically right, free agency is it's when there's
1: a party behind the glass. We talk. Graver, get on the mic. Graver, I know we're working through this. Staples producer host
0: Graver in. is learning quickly that this is not the uh, shiny, you know. Don't it's blame, up on a throne don't job. Don't blame you, you know your
2: coworkers. That's not a good look. Let's <laughs> hear talk? it again. I wanted to hear yeah, that can again. Can we hear it?
1: What time is it, Greg? <laughs> That was all teed up nicely, and then I look at my producer, full on conversation with Christy Stapleton behind the glass.
0: We can we don't have to no one has to know that, that happened.
1: <laughs> they I mean do. you tell us you all sorts of things here. that people don't need to know, so all right. Clavon, go ahead, buddy.
3: <laughs> well, as as previously stated, all time is Greg time. But Greg puts so much energy and attention into the game of free agency and to having people know. The things that you're hearing aren't necessarily the real circumstance, uh-huh. there's fake years tacked onto deals, there's cap numbers that aren't the real cap numbers, and that's where Greg excels. That's what I'm saying. And to be in the proximity of one Mr. Rosenthal during this
2: time- The glow. Is special. To be in the glow. The aura. It, this is highly- The smell. Uh, this is highly uncomfortable, but I have to admit- <laughs> <laughs> what time is it, Greg? It's so loud. Uh, <laughs> It's—I mean—that's—that would get you fired up right before you're gonna leave uh, the locker room uh, for free agency. I had that feeling a little bit. I'm—I'm I'm being real on Monday morning at my house. I was kind of jump going around. I'm you know, writing things down, preparing, <laughs> and I and I said to Emika, I was like, "Ah, this stuff I'm still stupid. really gets me going." No, I didn't say that. I was like, "This stuff really gets me going." I still feel <laughs> the, the juice on free agency morning when that when that juice and leaves like, Oh, you. that's great, honey. She's yeah. like, "No," she said. You say that every year. You say you say that exact same thing. How many go. podcasts has she listened to? Zero. Never listened to our She does listen to Emily, the Jesselnick and Rosenthal Vanity Project. Well, that tells me a lot, uh, or at least she really? used to. Yeah. Because that's more like personal and and not about football. I don't think the football aspect really. Okay, is I don't take that.
1: I don't take that personally. It makes sense.
2: I don't love it. I don't love it
1: um, now. Let's get into literally it literally zero standing on the shoulder of Giants with uh, Greg Rosenthal. Here we go. We're going to dig into the news. Let's hit it. Graver
0: team that wasn't as aggressive, but I think was a little prudent and doing things very deliberately were the New York Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> Jets, Jets, Jets. I'm in, baby. I'm in. I'm
1: Every back in. Year. <laughs> I'm in. This
2: is their time of year. There has not been one oh, free agent period that you have not enjoyed. As, as, since we've this, done year this year podcast. is different, though.
1: There seems to be a, 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 there's a wisdom to the moves they're making. Mm. It's not just drunken sailor spending. They're not doing the Jaguars move. It seems like Big Joe knows what he's doing. Yes.
0: It only took him half a decade to get here, but he's he's achieved that now.
1: I've been I've been hurt before, but maybe this is different. Get to the Jets in a little bit. But uh well let's focus on your team, Sessler, because you're hoping Deshaun oh, Watson God. picks you. <laughs> no, I'm not. Good sitch over there. Yeah, great sitch. <laughs> Deshaun Watson uh has a market here. And uh let's go through the teams. Saints. Met with him. Met with him. Panthers. Met with him. Met with him. Emerging as a sleeper team. The Falcons. Meeting coming. The Browns a finalist to land Watson, according to reports. So the man facing 22 allegations of sexual assault has a very active trade market. And seems to be in a situation where he's going to get to pick where he goes. Uh, We'll see if there's another team that emerges. Uh, But right now, Patrick, we have a group, a bushel of teams that seem very eager to get into business with Watson.
3: Yeah, it seems like the concerns that a lot of people share don't uh, apply to a certain a certain subset of teams who are willing to meet and discuss. And I understand, because I've heard uh, people like um, Steve Smith said on our air earlier this week, that teams want to go in there and look him in the eye and have a discussion. Like I, I'm not really sure what value that really has. Um, I'm not sure how much investigation you're really doing, uh, bringing somebody in and asking them questions. Uh, but it, that's, that's the direction they're going. And, and when you discuss the football player. Uh, He's he's going to improve all of those teams. Uh, the the scenario is going to be better, but how is this received in a fan base? Uh, how do people a- appreciate that? We saw Mark's reaction. Um, I, I, you know, Greg talked about it earlier this week. The reaction from from Adam and company down there in New Orleans not very good. <laughs> just to, just to the idea of the team pursuing Women the quarterback. Women that
2: work for the team. Yeah.
3: In in terms of, it's it's tough. It's tough to even reconcile that a team is going to do this at this time uh, considering the circumstances that that are out there so I, I don't even it, it's an obvious upgrade but what what are we doing like collectively what're just what are we doing here I, I wonder sometimes
0: the Colts wanted to talk to him as well that was shot down by the Texans because it's inside obviously the same division I think it's notable that a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers did not there are teams out there that have taken a different stance and I would just say, personally, as a Browns fan, um, I mean that team has put that fan base through so much for so long that if this is what you see as your avenue to becoming a Super Bowl contender, uh, no, thank you. I just, I just kind of feel it's Just the energy around it, everything that has to do with it. Uh, there's so much actually in Cleveland under Stefanski and others with their current coaching staff, where they've actually. Put such an emphasis on hiring female coaches, hiring female staff, it changing the way that you know your organization looks. That this is a hard right turn in the other direction, and it like from a football angle, it's a, it's super clear to me that we are getting closer and closer by the day to Baker Mayfield never playing another snap for the Browns because if this thing falls apart, and I don't think the Browns are the first in this race, um, I think he is the next piece to fall out of that out of that roster. But in general, as a Browns fan. No interest in this. It, hmm. it is. It's a weight, It's it's annoying, and it's not worth
2: the idea of winning. Not with him. I, I am curious what these meetings are about, because y- you want to you want to talk to him. He's going to be such an important figure in your organization. You want to see how this is moving forward. I guess one thing I would be looking for if if you were a team was, are you going to be as vocally pushing back and unapologetic? about what's happened as you were in the tweet because i I think that even for the most cynical team that doesn't care uh about what he is alleged to have done you would think that that would make a difference his agent's first tweet tweet when when he um was not charged last week was keep that same energy basically like if you came at us before like like you know you better be giving us credit now or, or you're not part of our team. And, and Watson certainly had a very um, confrontational attitude, unapologetic when, when he was... Found. So if that's how he's going to be answering questions, he's going to have to answer questions eventually publicly and still make it... Um, as unapologetic as possible while he's battling these civil cases. I would think even the most cynical team would have some concerns with that because they they have women that work for their organization that they presumably care about. They certainly care about you would think their their fan base. And then that would be part of the equation. And that it does make me wonder is like, is that why other teams are being floated to get into the mix? Because the part where he was comfortable enough to meet with the Saints and Panthers, and we're doing a lot of speculating, but for that to happen, there has been speculation in the league that maybe some loose trade terms have been kind of agreed to at that point, and that that he's kind of up for those teams. So why do you have to meet with more teams? Like why is this still happening? I, I don't. It's hard to say because there's so little information that's not coming out, except from the agent.
1: In other news, all right, so. This happens. It's not unprecedented, uh, but it doesn't happen a lot. A player agrees to terms with the team during this legal tampering period and then, whoops, changes his mind, goes elsewhere. And in this situation, it centers around Randy Gregory, the uh, talented pass rusher um, who has really popped for the Cowboys in recent seasons. He uh, had agreed to a deal to stay with Dallas. It went as far as the Cowboys' Twitter and social media announcing the deal.
2: They had a whole article on the website, oh. too. Someone pre-wrote that thing. A whole pre-written article goes up. We I mean, you know how that goes. And then. <laughs> that used to happen to mark a lot. Do you remember that? <laughs> he, he got popped a couple <laughs> times. He was like, yeah. yeah, he got banged on the well, pre- pre-written a, ones. one. Like the Jimmy
0: G tape study thing where he was going to become their starter, and then I don't know, Brady In came New, New back England and, or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, yeah that it was, that was just a like lost into, was the, lost into the universe. So forever. the
1: deal with Dallas falls apart, and quickly the Broncos close with Gregory on a five-year, $70 million contract. They Great addition for Denver's defense. Uh, People that watch Gregory and and watch the game look beyond just the stats, which are somewhat mundane and say this guy is a stud uh, who will only get better as long as he could uh, stay on the straight and narrow on the field and off the field. But Gregory now will be teamed up with Bradley Chubbmark on that defense. So not only do you have Russell Wilson anchoring the offense, now Gregory becomes a major addition to the D. The Broncos are cooking with grease.
0: I kind of love gas? this for Denver grease. Uh, gas. I either think one. It's not grease is not something you'd be cooking with as a core substance. I think it's comes. Bacon uh, grease. Yeah. No. I put mean, if you bacon. throw you some flammable. grease on
2: that fire, though, it's blowing up. So that's right. Nice. I mean, that could it could amplify the scenario. You yeah, put a little mark
1: of uh, bacon grea- grease in your uh, scrambled eggs. <laughs> Mix I don't in.
2: I'm not the great
0: I'm not the first person on the panel you should be discussing probably backdoor cooking outdoor cooking Mark hasn't so. eaten
2: since 2017.
0: I never yeah,
3: actually true. thought about the phrase cooking with gas like you're putting the gas in the dish or are you yeah. utilizing yeah. gas to heat. I think I think it's stove. like in, in
2: the
0: grill and stuff or in the stove. Yeah,
2: I think Pe- I'm... people get all sensitive about like cooking with gas stoves, too. but oh, yeah. Yeah, It's fine. It's, By the way, it's cooking it's with grease is a thing, according to several places,
1: including Urban Dictionary. I'm taking the win. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark.
0: What? Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, I love it for Denver. In fact, um, a couple weeks ago, I I wrote a free agent fits, and this was I thought the Broncos were the one spot that Gre- Gregory really fit beyond Dallas because mm. the Cowboys. You like, nailed this one. I believe I Look nailed it. That. I, yeah, wow. like I did. And how Mark often? Sussler, did, I don't often suggest that that occurs, but that it just that's, like that's kind of out of left field. I love. Well, that. they needed it, and like they are, you know, it was they had the Von Miller void it's there. A big Mark moment. It is, it is it is a special time but like Dallas though it I was know, worth writing this article see I guess it was Dallas Dallas put so much time and energy in this and I see a lot of people getting on Gregory for this this switch here but I don't really th- I think I think it had to do with more contract stuff that he bumped on I have no problem with it Everyone that I've like that that is been inside the Cowboys organization that talks about Randy Gregory talks about someone who put a huge amount of effort into rehabbing who they were and who they are and they love them and so from the risk angle I think I, I don't I'm not as caught up on the risk I love it for Denver and they needed this they absolutely needed it nice shot, Mark you know, Hackett must I was thinking about the I'm like thinking about the the grease and the gas thing during all that. So it's <laughs> well, like well, you know Here's what spot. it's like Hackett
3: must look for pass rushing help to juice up a front, still angling to fill a Von Miller sized void. Gregory's off field issues and injury history make him boom or bust, but his potential is juicy. That was Mark Sessler. A week ago, that,
2: that was a good job. That go. was a great job, crushing it. Now he's never played more than 525 <laughs> snaps in an NFL season. He's been eligible to play in the NFL since 2015, so that's <laughs> like that's uh, that's concerning to me. That even last season, when he was a total beast, I would have had him in the mix for All Pro or in through the first seven, eight games of the season. He then got hurt, and when he came back, he wasn't the same impact guy. So he has not shown the ability to to stay healthy throughout the course of the season. I don't think you can get on him, though, for changing his mind. Apparently, he didn't like the language in the contract that allowed the Cowboys to go after some of his money uh, if he was fined or suspended (laughs) by the league more. And uh, they they apparently put this in everyone's contract, but he was also taking less money to stay there. I've thought about this Gregory thing a, a bit because on one hand, it's like, well, so wouldn't it be a good place to stay, Dallas? He's comfortable there. Sure. He's had all his issues. He t- and then I thought about it. it's like, is Dallas a good place to stay as a as a player? Like they've had their share of issues over the years as a culture, including this off season. Maybe it's better to start new uh, well, and move okay. on to Denver. Listen, I'm the, just saying the they, have they've been... allowed a lot in their yeah. in their in their front office and other. Things have happened there that are discouraging, so maybe staying in Dallas isn't like the best way to stay on the uh, the straight and narrow. Is what I'm
1: Dallas saying. Dallas is a spotlight city in this league. It is a great spot to get on prime time, to get paid. Everybody looks good in a Cowboys helmet and uniform. Uh, it's I think it still has prestige as a as a place to play, and they have. Yes, they've there's always issues behind the scenes of that organization, it seems, but they've built a winner again now, so that that's a that's a good team. For one team. year for this year, yeah. I do right. feel
0: like the Broncos are
2: likely to be put on television a few times this Ooh, upcoming season that's, as well. And they also signed uh our guy DJ Jones, who's really Nate Tice's guy. Remember you asked him to throw one name of oh, a oh, guy did I had like too DJ low Jones. on the list. And I thought I had DJ Jones high, Adam thirty five, that's pretty good for like a rotational guy, but they also signed him to a three year thirty million dollars. Contract so that is a nice looking front. You got Chubb, you got Malik Reed, who I think's uh, an underrated player. Draymond Jones is a pretty good. A lot of Joneses up there. DJ like that's a nice looking group. Pretty good secondary. I, I'm a little concerned you lose Vic Fangio as a play caller, but you got a lot of great defensive players. That is a good looking roster. Uh, and don't forget about Josie Jewell. Brought him back. Two year, eleven million dollar contract. Very good.
1: Got her, sixteen game starter in 2020. It uh Torres Peck blew out a season last year but that guy could play.
0: Shouldn't uh, not more of these teams like I know this is not a this doesn't happen in the NFL because you need this like space after you get fired as a head coach but it's like can't like Vic Fangio just plug him in as your defensive coordinator it's less work he's great at it you've got all the right players for the scheme Is it less and- work? to be a head co- a defensive coordinator I, mean, and a head coach. I think you a stay with to stay not taking all the blame well, I'm saying just leave you, 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 you got to though? go move off into the new
2: wilderness but he's he's literally in a wilderness one he's not I working do, right now one thing so. I do like it. right but he might be turning down jobs I mean he's a also people, making money to do nothing which sounds, would, would want him you know. they did hire a guy who I don't know a lot about uh, Giro uh, Evero, who is also with the Rams who comes from the fangio tree so it's like they're not changing Oh, he's got a tree now he too he does he kind of does. Brandon Staley's the number one member of his tree I so we count he's Staley as, as
3: the Fangio tree and not the McVeigh tree.
2: I think well, he's he a went def- to McVeigh after. A, yes, because I think. Well, first of all, he came to John Carroll and like had some great ideas there. But uh, yeah, because he kind of runs Fangio's principles on defense. Just giving he's Giving out trees to anybody now, <laughs> but it makes more sense. He's a defensive <laughs> coach. His scheme is the one kind of blowing up around the uh, around the league. It's kind of he's had some influence. Does, oh, the, Rams year, the
0: Rams here got him more attention and then he got the job. But he's <laughs> a Fangio.
2: He comes from the fruit of the Fangio tree. You know, how, like yeah. you sometimes try to guess what I'm thinking, yeah. Dan. Yeah. I'm guessing what you're thinking. And it's like, can we move on from <laughs> this Fangio tree talk? I'm
1: done with it. No, you got that right. Marcus Williams, he gets paid. We knew it was happening. It's the Ravens that hand out the check. Uh, the former Saint signs a five-year, $70 million contract. Tom Pelissero reported that the deal includes $37 million guaranteed. Former second-round pick. Everybody seemed to want Marcus Williams, and it's the Ravens who get him, Claibon.
3: And they they get him at, I, I think, because Greg and I were talking about this, the price for Marcus Williams. It seems like I, I'm not sure what the circumstance is in New Orleans where you, you have a pretty good player that you drafted that you could have kept, but he's he's, he's out now, and he's in Baltimore. And
2: you offered him a lot. like We yeah. were hearing extension offers that they were giving him, and it wasn't too different from the one he ended up taking. You do wonder if they're a little distracted by the Watson thing right now and can't handle that business.
3: And, and there are reports that Teron Armstead is, is kind of waiting to see how that circumstance shakes out before he makes his decision. And so there, there's a lot of moving parts there, but I think, you can keep Marcus Williams. It, I think it's a huge win for Baltimore that they're able to get a, a guy who's got some experience of course there was the one glaring play that people probably point out to when they say oh Marcus Williams, but he's been fantastic uh, ever since his rookie season in New Orleans and it, and it helps and you know I would like to see Baltimore continue maybe they could make an offer to their top 10 quarterback that sounds like a the Minneapolis
1: miracle nice that Patrick into. refers to uh, he was yeah, a for rookie those, for
3: those of you just joining us he also. had a great rookie
1: yes. season too it was just out just out a position play. but ever since that he's continued to build his brand by playing great, staying healthy. And now he has a life-changing contract. wanted him.
2: People were in on him. Uh, Honey Badger was reportedly in the mix for the Ravens, so now he won't go there. That's a good-looking secondary. Baltimore very much believes in building back-to-front. And they got hurt last year, and it didn't work out. But they still have Marcus Peters. They paid Chuck Clark a lot of money. Now they paid Marcus Williams top-tier money. You have Marlon Humphrey. Uh, who's going to get the Around the NFL podcast guest bump uh, and have a big time season? Huge. Yep. Well, wasn't he going to look into the camera for you, Mark, when he does something good against the Browns? And, I think it's and when, he, when he, uh, you know. Destroyed Cleveland with
0: like a pick six. He was going to, strangely, apologize. according to what we told him, yeah. I, was it apologize yeah. to me? Yeah, I mean, at that Sorry, point, Mark. it's like, you're just doing your job. <laughs> like with a note? No, <laughs> like, <laughs> into the verbal, camera. Verbal, like into the camera. Next
2: time you and, break the Browns' heart, look yeah. into the camera and apologize and, to Mark. And, it would be a big social right. media moment. but like the minute you, he you left set, he forgot about that
0: promise. I, he's like, gonna it was. going to come this. This will be the number one free agent signing of anything we talk about.
2: Let's. Wait, what? That's a bold statement. Absolutely, it will be.
0: This is the the Ravens don't get these things wrong. Mm. It, 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 this will go down as the best signing. You by sound any. like a man
1: who's been hurt by this organization. I also like
0: I totally respect the way that they operate in free agency. And their secondary,
2: you listed the names, is insane right now. Right, and Williams is one of those guys. The more you watch, the more tape, the bigger a Saints fan or coach you are, the more great things you. You hear about him as kind of the quarterback of the defense. Safeties have not gotten paid much in the last few years in free agency. It was nice to see one finally actually get it. Quandre Diggs made a decent amount of money, too, from Seattle. But he got top-tier money, Marcus Williams.
3: Hopefully they they allow the guys to cover, and they're they're not constantly blitzing, and they can get somebody to get pressure up front. you got this great secondary. Allow them to do their jobs. They don't really have a
2: lot of guys up front now. Brandon Williams, Calais Campbell, Justin Ellis, Justin (laughs) Houston, all free agents. Even by the standards of this show, this one feels like it's going to be a long one. Hey.
1: We've got to go big early. There's not a lot of juice. Graver, again, just like yesterday, we're not telling you how to do your job. But when Mark comes in and says the safety signing is the greatest what move of all time, what was it?
0: It'll be, it will be the greatest free agent signing of all this offseason. I mean, mm-hmm.
1: he's doing that. He's box office right now. Right. With lines like that, we want to play that right. up on social. That's social oh, yeah. media I, I saw right. what
2: you did yesterday with the social. You did a nice job. with Credit to Randy, made the little edit. Great job by you. Don't give anybody Randy. else credit, Justin. You're right. That was all me. <laughs> they, they, made, <laughs> they made him look funny. It, it was a whole thing. It, it, they, I thought they you did an excellent idea. job. and They built on it.
1: I also liked the title you gave episode day one. <laughs> Free Agent Frenzy, day one, Colin this guy gets it. Well, he does. I'm just saying, when you're relaxing on the beach, maybe you come back with a clear mind to be titling episodes at that level, or maybe you keep falling behind. But Oof. Don't get on Dan's bad side. Let's take a break. All right, we're back. We're back, and we keep moving on. Also in the news... Ooh, trade the Bucks. They have a hole at guard. They had a hole at guard because Ali Marpet retired. And then who did they lose yesterday? Greg? Alex Kappa Alex went Kappa to the Bengals. Went to Cincinnati. So what do they do? They pull the trigger on a trade with the Patriots. And Tommy is united with an old friend. So Shaq Mason goes from New England to Tampa Bay in a trade. Uh, the details of the trade are as follows: a fifth round pick. Uh, goes back to New England. So the final two years of Mason's contract head to Tampa. So that fills a major need. That I would imagine Greg sets Tom Brady at a little bit of ease because he doesn't like pressure right up the middle and uh, I guess makes the Patriots a little bit weaker. You were shaking your head. You, do you understand well, this move from New no, England's no. standpoint?
2: I, I think they're going to spend some money in free agency or else it really doesn't make sense because he's coming off a good year. He's more of a run blocker maybe then a pass He's He's made it all pro team. He was a PFF top five guard, Brandon Thorne, who I love, who really just watches the tape. He's not worried about any PFF grade. He said he's a top five right guard in the league. And I, and I, I buy it. Like, so why, why are you trading him for a fifth round pick with two years left on what seems like a reasonable deal? The only explanation is that uh, Bill Belichick likes to get crazy. He likes to feel alive every now and then, and he just likes to shake things up. And I think they'll be spent... They don't have a lot of cap space. I'm going to trade my starting guard for a fifth-round pick.
1: I'm alive. I
2: mean, Mike Mike Burke, our, our friend Burke, you know, sent the... Uh, a tweet which sums up my feelings. In Bill, we trust. Lol, this guy is a maniac. I mean, sometimes you can't really understand well, what's Burke going also on. also quit the Patriots to follow but Tom Brady to he, Tampa. Please, I've never, I've never heard of a a non Patriots fan that's more obsessed than going up and down <laughs> emotionally with every Patriots move. Give me. A it break. was just a
0: couple years ago that wasn't right at the launch of free agency. Bill was photographed like jumping off a.
2: The side of a, sh- a small ship or a yacht into the sea on his vacation. So I mean, it's Jason like you know. Light, the uh, the GM. I know he's a he's a former Patriot staffer. So like he, the, the connection makes sense. Hey, I'll go what, help out Tom and Jason. Is, is
3: perhaps there's some sort of system where if a player meets a certain it, there's an age, right? There's a salary. There's a percentage mm-hmm. of the cap. And Bill says, this is it. No matter how good or how how much sense this makes for the other trade it's partner, It's sort of like Menudo, that band where
0: we yeah, no matter you how talented out. you were. If you hit the certain age, you're out of the bed. Bill- like Leo
3: DiCaprio's dating life.
1: <laughs> That's a great example. What if Belichick, the Bill, I don't recall this, but I take your word for it. The guy who jumped off the side of the ship and into the sea, uh, you know, probably lost at sea. New England wanted to keep everything in order, so they just got a Belichick doppelganger plugged him in and nobody knows this is just like a fake Belichick. Well, it Belichick. makes
0: too much sense because within months, uh, his quarterback probably discovered it wasn't. The, <laughs> right, like, We're not even second. sure that quarterback is the actual Tom
2: Brady that, you know, was doing the <laughs> like Disneyland ride. Like it's Lombardi dressed up as Bill Belichick. Oh. Well, right? <laughs> like, they don't have it. Like, the, the whole story in New England right now is we like, don't draft
0: Mac Jones. There's, there's no
2: one on their coaching staff. They've got like seven coaches total and about four people in their front office. It's just Bill, like, texting people. Who knows? But what if it's like that's <laughs> how you
3: accidentally text that people was
2: as well?
1: Body switch. What if their whole ethos is what would Bill do? Because Bill lost at sea. Right. And then they they just have to kind of guess what Belichick would do at this point. Why, that, are we, that would, why, some why
0: would we be so intent on hiding that Bill Belichick, you know, passed away in this scenario <laughs> through drowning? Why hide Kind of that? an
1: embarrassing way to go. So uh, from maybe that they, angle. They're you're protecting to... his integrity.
0: Okay. Yeah. okay. I don't, now, I don't...
2: He is. He has been very up and down like in Dave, his career, by the way, Shaq Mason. Very inj- He's been injury-prone up and down. One year he's an All-Pro, another year he struggles. They saved $7 million. Uh, but it's not like they were they sold high on him. They got a fifth-round pick. So I want to see what's behind Mark, door you, number two. Dave was the president, though. I can right. understand there was well, a little more... You Well, know, he's the president entry. of the Patriots.
1: And, and now Dave is a 29-year-old no movie starring Kevin Dave. Klein. But people that have seen Dave, which was a box office hit... right? Was it? Oh, yeah. Bi- did it big did big, very did very well. Okay. Big numbers. It did around the NFL broadcast, Fridays on NFL network numbers. close to that. $92 million U.S.
3: Oh, that's great. Adjust that for inflation. Adjust it
0: for inflation. That's in
3: 1993.
2: Well, hey, 19... like, it was a runaway no, no, rom-com no. hit. Hey, it's um, like they, they don't make movies like that anymore. You know, it's like a, a movie for adults without, the, without the costumes. Big. Wait,
0: the guy from the Bronx is like way into Dave, the rom-com? I don't know about that. It doesn't totally. All right.
1: In other news with the Buccaneers, they have signed Russell Gage, formerly of the Falcons, three years, $30 million. Uh, is there just I guess this is how it always is, but it seems especially this year all the guys that are wide receivers, everybody's signing for the same contracts, more or less, give or take a couple million. But I guess that's how it works. No, you're
2: right. Uh, there were a lot of defensive linemen who signed that exact same contract: DJ Jones, Foley, Fatukasi, and BJ Hill, all the exact three for thirty. All and the tight ends are signing for eight or nine right, million. This is and this is what yeah. Gage got. Yeah,
1: and Gage and you know Zay Jones is like, hey, uh, agent, just tell them to give me twenty-seven million. They're like, that won't work. And then the Jaguars are like, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's what everyone else is doing, Russell Gage. Anyway, so the Bucks add more wide receiver talent. He's pretty good player, I think. Uh, Patrick Claybon. and now he's got Tom Brady throwing to him. So that's cool. I, I'd take him way before Zay Jones, um,
3: it, Russell Gage, on a offense that really had like. Past Cordero, it was Russell Gage. That, that was the only thing that that was working for this this Falcons offense, and he had well
1: Pitts as well. But I know what you're saying. Well, Sometimes Pitts would disappear, and they and Gage was the guy that was stepping in, up. In
3: terms of like the the time that Matt Ryan had, right. there was there was very little to go around success-wise in Atlanta. But Russell Gage still put up 66 catches on 94 targets. And Truth. now um, he's going across the division. It's like you subtract from the Falcons. Wait, yeah, you
0: stole it from an Atlanta team that <laughs> yeah. like, had, like, two weapons to begin with. It feels a little unfair, Robin Hoodish in reverse, but uh... – I think Tom Brady is his voice. Uh, a reverse is being, Robin Hood, right. I like, well, kind it. Of, like he's, you, he's signing players. Right. He's Tom Brady getting, getting everything Robin he wants.
3: Or
2: capitalism. Uh, he's, <laughs> That's I, fair. He had uh, 600 plus yards, 50 catches, and three touchdowns just in the second half of the year. I, I can't remember a player that you didn't really have any thoughts about for most of their rookie contract that looked better than justin gage. i couldn't believe how good russell gage is. i kept confused i used to confuse him with justin gage the other titans guy that's how much he sort of blended in and he was incredible he reminds me a lot of chris godwin the the he can play inside he can play out he can get open uh the quality of the catches he made when he looked amazing so it's kind of nice chris Godwin insurance because i think they're very similar and then when godwin is healthy enough to play Oh great! You got Chris Godwin and Chris Godwin Light. We can use them both. This will be fun. Right when Antonio
1: Brown went and kicked himself off the team, similar style too. That yep. left a void, and this makes a lot of sense. Uh, the bu- I love man that. the we Bucks. Love. How much things can change in you know seventy two hours? They went from a team that was seemed to be completely rudderless <laughs> right. to like, all right, this might be another NFC <laughs> uh, Super Bowl oh, level team. On Fridays now,
3: we literally mentioned Mike Glennon five times, <laughs> oh, and it's no. like, like, wait,
1: why? Exactly,
3: that was my question. But Appar- apparently, in what
2: context? Uh,
3: apparently, he would pl- hypothetically play football for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers what? in 2022. If it wasn't
2: Blaine Gabbert? Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, yeah, yes. Blaine Pickens. You know, the, Talk about whiplash. Signing the greatest quarterback of all time, in my mind, uh, still you know playing that well. We'll do that. That's how important it is. But it is crazy. Well, the we, players they've also gotten back. We since also talked too.
1: about it when Brady did his Fugazi retirement, and we were like, <laughs> "Man, even though they." <laughs> you know, they got two years out of it. That was a huge win for the Bucks. Like everything you could have wanted. Colleen is staring at us through the glass. Uh, <laughs> Lost my train of thought. Oh. Everything you
0: could have ever now wanted. the larger man that just passed by, I thought I was giving him a thumbs up. So we've got, we've got that going Mate on. Made day. He's yeah. a big fan of the pie.
1: Uh, maybe.
0: let <laughs> um, tell
3: people about that.
0: But anyway, two
1: years, Would you would have signed up for the Bucs. You got a title out of it. You were relevant. You won the NFC South. Now we're getting another year. This all feels like bonus time now. I mean, they could the be Bucks. getting
2: three more years. Maybe. We know at they this get point. 10 more
1: years. All right. Now the Chiefs. The team defeated by the Bucks in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Let's talk about what they're up to. They signed Justin Reed, the safety formerly of the Texans, three years, $31.5 million. So that ends the Honey Badger era. I wish I man, I'd like to know a little more about the Honey Badger situation. Um, I know he was he's known to freelance and could be a challenge to uh, defensive coordinators, but a guy who's known as like a champion, a great locker room guy. They let him walk. He's still, I know we're still early in the process, but he doesn't have a new team yet. Baltimore went in a different direction. Uh, Anyway, Justin Reed arrives as the replacement, uh, the number 68 overall pick in 2018. Uh, He's been a starter his whole time
2: in Houston. And now, Greg, he joins uh, the Chiefs. Uh, Upgrade, downgrade, what do you think? I I love Justin Reed in this first two seasons of his career. He looked like a future All-Pro, one of the best young safeties in the league. This deal just makes me think that the rest of the NFL views whatever is happening in Houston as inconsequential because Justin Reed really struggled last year at one point he also got suspended for breaking team rules by David Cully and it was like no No, we don't mind whatever happened in Houston the last two years Reed's kind of known as a very competitive uh, leader type Type of guy who wants to win, and he was frustrated. That was seen as
1: dumb in real time. Right, everybody was like, "What? That suspension did not
2: check out." It was, and I think this is the best player on the team. Right, this is the the Chiefs saying, "Like we (laughs) watched you, we know you're good. The team you were on, in this, you know, is not good, and we're gonna not worry about it and give you top tier money." So that made sense to me. Chiefs defensive end Frank
1: Clark has agreed to a restructured contract contract to remain with Kansas City. Uh, this is a bit of a surprise, Mark. A lot of people thought Clark would be a casualty. Instead, he is still with the team, and uh, they hope that he kind of turns it around because he's never quite lived up to the billing when he joined the team as a QB terrorizer.
0: Right, he hasn't. He's also had injuries. He had a, like a felony gun charge that you know caused some Not fair great. disruption at one point. Right, I mean, uh, he had a $26 million cap hit, so... It's I think I I think it's a win for the Chiefs to get him back, but you can't get the same
2: version of him. You want to do we trust that he's going to suddenly become three times better? I don't. This one mystified me until, you know, a capologist explained it. Basically, they were going to eat the capologist. It was Eric Eager on PFF. Uh, it was like a multi. He deserves the pop. I know. I, well, it was like a couple different people. So it was tough. But uh,
0: well, that's, <laughs> that's, that <laughs> essentially, they were only paying
2: one more million dollars. One million dollars more to keep him then it would have been to cut him anyways. So you consulted multiple capologists on Frank Clark's contract. I just have yeah. to. Yeah. to it's, s- it's, it's
1: Rosenthal season, baby. Not- what I mean? was-
2: <laughs> Well, if it was my season, I wouldn't need a capologist. I just saw a Twitter thread about it that made me think. Because I, I, Frank Clark stunk last year. Uh, and he was one of the richest uh, defensive ends in the league. I, I think he's only on this team because he had rich two, and stinky. He had two sacks in the Super Bowl, Jimmy G. So I think that's like the, he's he's had some goodwill from that. Uh, but he hasn't played well. But it would have been almost equally expensive to cut him because that contract was so onerous that they gave him essentially a the best contract almost any defensive end in the league got. And so it's hard to cut guys off of that. And so if it's it's just as cheap to keep him, then you might as well keep him. I like it, Greg. <laughs> in other news, Rams
1: left tackle Andrew Whitworth, Egon, retires after 16 seasons <laughs> in the NFL. That's how you want to go out. You want to go out as a champ. You want to go out as a left tackle who protected the quarterback, who made the big drive at the end of the game. And you get the trophy. You have the cool trophy, Claybon, the uh, man of the year, Walter Payton, man of the year. So you get that. You get a ring, you get like, what, $180 million, however much he made, probably a ton, because he was a left tackle of high esteem for many years, even if he was stuck on Cincinnati for a while. And now he walks. Hopefully he can walk, and he'll do the thing, I'm sure, Mark, where he loses 100 pounds in six weeks and becomes a normal-looking human again and goes on with the next phase of his life.
0: Others whispers that he is interested in broadcasting, and so he could do the Joe Thomas thing, where he suddenly becomes like one of the hottest five people Wait, in I mean, America. You never know. I
2: mean, he's. Yeah, I think he's going to be in the NFL. Wait, you think broadcast Joe Thomas is one camp. of the five hottest guys in I, America? I think
0: Joe Thomas. To- Joe to- <laughs> we can't let that go. No, I would say this. Like from where Joe Thomas, when he was like at his beefiest as a left tackle, right. to what he turned into. Like even in current, current, current hour like is a shocking but i have to say this upgrade. i'm going to say
1: i'm going to say this for all the beefy guys out there you just assume because he drops the weight now he's more attractive what about the whole community that liked him as a big and beefy that version? that's
0: why it's it's total eye of the beholder you know subjective scenario but i do think that most would say that joe thomas post playing career like upped his game a little bit i mean he just looks like a warrior, so why, keep, why am I still? don't need to Why am I still discussing
2: good. this? It's not good for his heart. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he, he
3: had a job, and he catered his his body to his job, yeah. and now he has got a different job. Whatever body type, Joe Thomas or anybody, Andrew Whitworth, any wants any to have, body
0: type is fine. Go for it. Right. Live live your dream. <laughs> and I, and I was not saying that that that, no, that I was, am anti I felt, other body types. I thought types. you
1: were you were doing a little shaming there. And I personally Look at took a my to it. I mean,
0: it's like, who's going for that? Nobody. So it's like, I am able just to see what I think mm. generally would be attractive in someone Andrew else. Andrew Whitworth Maybe.
1: made $107 million, dollars, according to SpotRack.
2: That's also attractive.
1: Feels like it should have been more. Maybe.
2: Feels right. like it should have been more. I always thought time I think PFF, yeah. I don't want to give him too much credit, but I think they helped him get paid. I, I really do. He's He was like one of those guys that was number one in the PFF rankings year after year. And people were like, huh, Andrew Whitworth, this guy from Cincinnati. And eventually he ended up getting that top tier money whose career finished any better than Andrew Whitworth? Getting Walter Payton Man of the Year Award with a rousing speech on Thursday and then winning the Super Bowl against your former team on Sunday. And he might end up in the Hall of Fame for it. And he had this beautiful moment with his kids on the field after the game. Mm -hmm.
3: That was daddy's last football game. That's it. No more. I'm going to be
1: home with you guys. Okay? Okay. I promise i'm gonna be a better dad i'm gonna be around more i'm gonna coach the crap out of you boys <laughs> we're gonna have some fun that's nice well learned and you can hear it in his voice when tom brady was saying the same thing he's like i can't wait to be around you kids all the time now <laughs> i'm you gonna too, have a great Giselle. time around the house bleep bloop uh, i can't wait to be around that wife of mine all the time and he just never in his voice you could hear it it wasn't genuine. You hear it, Andrew. He was ready to move. It's authentic.
3: He also got the <laughs> mic drop moment at the parade where he called out the teams that said he was too old. At, oh. It's, it's like you get to do it's that. It's true.
2: He, he, <laughs> kind of <laughs> like Brady, uh, he's helped change the expectations of what a 40-year-old mm. tackle can do. They did sign Joe Nopu. I mean, we mentioned it yesterday yes. on the show, to. Locked to replace him, a nice, a nice replacement. I gotta find out who the oldest player in the league is
3: now that that Whitworth shut it down. Well, Tom what?
2: Brady. Other than that, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's. Who the... is number I mean, two? the to top. Whitworth was too. Yeah. probably a kicker. Like a
0: is there a punter? Like, what about uh? There's gotta be a punter out there that is. Reggie Roby. <laughs> no, not Reggie Roby. But I've got some. How about Nick Fulk? How Seriously, that, that mean? <laughs> I mean, other I guess Elway. <laughs> I and I don't know. names out there. Are You're the two guys? Me. Oh, Nick
1: Folk is 36. I don't know. What's no. up, Greg? I
2: was just saying Elway, Strahan are the two guys you think that like went out on top. But they didn't win Walter Payton, man of the year, two days before that. Oh, oh he won it
1: this year? Yeah. He won it this
2: year, made the speech. <laughs> it, was great- it was this We talked about his incredible
0: speech <laughs> during our Super Bowl oh, week. Is this oh, a bit? Right.
1: <laughs> no, I it forgot. Is. I don't know. But it's cool. <laughs> it's cool that he won it. How about this? I don't know. Maybe that's not as high up on my personal like radar, like who won Walter Payton Man of the Year. I know it's important to the guys. That's cool, though.
0: It's a good speech. (laughs) Hey, Justin Colquitt, 39. There he is. You've also got a a, a rash of individuals who are 39, but he's it it, it was a punter. Are
2: both Colquitts still around? You know, you know who's not still
1: around with the Rams? Let's head to the we know there's the kicker club let's head to the punter punch bowl mixer not as uh, exciting uh the the punch bowl mixer a uh, little old-fashioned fuddy-duddy you could call it uh but it's it's got its niche and it's a nice little gymnasium uh where they you know the hoops they they raise the hoops <sighs> and then they you know they pull the bleach bleachers back and open up the dance floor and you know the punters and their friends and significant others they have a nice time together So Johnny, yeah, it's intimate. Johnny Hecker is no longer a member of the Rams. uh, Which is, I mean, if you're not paying attention to the what's going on at the Punter Punch Bowl Mixer, this surprises you because Hecker has had an amazing career, and Bill Belichick once said he's. God-like. I don't remember what he said, but he was very high on Hecker. one of the greatest punters of all time. One of the greatest punters of all time. Great passer. So a weapon in the in the uh, trick play game on fake punts. But his game had fallen off in recent years. And now we could see that the Rams uh, had decided to move on. So I imagine, um, Greg, that he'll have a robust market because he's Johnny Hecker. But the old Wessism is Is he more name than game at this point?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think he'll get another job. I He's don't only know. He's only 32. I'll have a robust mark. He was struggling. There he was up and down in the playoffs certainly. Those games we were we were at uh did not had some bad punts in the Super Bowl too. So I, I don't think um he had a great year, but he will be remembered fondly. He was the longest tenured Ram. Uh my son has a number 6 jersey. It wasn't for Hecker. It was, he was just 6 years old when he got the jersey, but I'm a little annoyed. That's cool. Cuz now it's... It's been it's deemed irrelevant being, now. Well, it's a throwback it's, now. We can look at it that way. It's fair. Yeah.
1: Only 32 years old, you would think, oh, he's 39, so he's falling off. But no, so maybe he's just in a little bit of a slump. Also, the largest punter you will ever see, we, we've been at Rams games at the old Coliseum at SoFi, and when he walks by you, you're like, there is no way that's the punter. He looks like a linebacker. Well, he or will a look different
0: than everyone else at that around that punch bowl. He's going to be a little yeah. look a little more intimidating. He's an alpha. He's got yeah. a great arm, too. Oh, that's true. And, he made a lot of big plays. But right think, now, are you body shaming people for height because he's taller all of a sudden?
1: No, I'm saying it's he's a striking presence as a punter.
0: Take based that, on punters, what? based on what your body Based on his physical body, right not because he's five foot two, right? And no, he's Mark's he, not happy. He's no, Lauren. I'm just, I'm just saying. Do you do you see how quickly you fell
1: into the same trap? I don't quite. Fi- I know where you're going, but I don't totally. I know where follow- I've gone. <laughs> Sorry, Patrick. Why do you apologize to me? <laughs> I think I think uh,
3: there's going to be a Bones fossil and uh, Johnny Hecker reunion in Dallas. Uh, <laughs> oh, they I think that's going to happen. They do
2: need a oh uh, good one. They do good need dot a connect, bro. Punter, uh, Brian Anger, one of the only punters in the history of the top 101, uh, is on there. Uh, Cowboys punter, maybe mm. the best punter in the league last year. Out of nowhere, he's a free agent. One little tidbit. Yes. From behind the glass, Randy offered this.
0: Jason Peters, age 40. He has Dustin okay. Colkit beat by about, it looks like, a, well, less than a year. Hang
3: in there, Jason. You can do this. Got to find another. I mean, I job, that.
0: We're not going to come back with any more updates. But that I was nice, though. Randy
2: yeah. came in. He absolutely did. And saved the day. Yeah. He's just passed Randy McMichael on the all-time NFL Randy power rankings. Bullock is next.
0: Not a lot of competition there. <laughs> yeah, who we got?
1: We got Michael, Bullock. We got Moss one. Oh, yeah. Mm.
2: <laughs> that was a bad job by me. Chavez. I mean, that's – it's going to take you a while.
1: It's going to uh, take a while to I get mean, there. I mean, get it. Catching Randy Moss is going to be tough. But it Keep doesn't doing mean you what can't. you're doing,
0: though. Keep doing things like that, and in about 17 or 18 years, you'll be there. <laughs> yeah. It's about cumulative effort.
1: Yeah. Uh, before we uh, take a break, it's time now for news and notes presented by Upwork, where you can build the team that will build your business. Learn more at Upwork. I'm giving the Jacksonville Jaguars the Upwork treatment because – They've been insane uh, in terms of their moves. We, we talked about all the different uh, acquisitions yesterday as they essentially are looking to do a reboot and saying take two with uh, Trevor Lawrence after the abject disaster of Urban Meyer and the 2021 season. So anyway, uh, here's the update around the Jaguars. They released Miles Jack, uh, who was a big-time player for them once upon a time, uh, but has fallen off a bit, and now at 26 years old, he hits the open market. Uh, they also have uh, re-signed Terry Godwin, the wide receiver, but there was another move, I believe, Greg. Uh, you want to help me out Zay with this Jones? One? Zay Jones, yes, the aforementioned Zay Jones gets... Uh, a lot of money for a Raiders wide receiver had not done much. Did
2: we talk about say Jones yesterday? I mean, you brought it up earlier just yeah. as a as a joke, but it was the most mystifying contract thus far, I would say, in free agency. Did we hey, did we bring up say Jones yesterday? No, it happened after. No, it happened, it happened last after night. Good, good, good. I, I was I was at home
0: when I saw the contract and normally I wouldn't, you know, I'm
1: I not going
0: to
2: it seemed LSD based. I'll always remember where I was <laughs> in bed. Uh, watching some uh, great tennis action at Indian mm. Wells when I learned of the Zay Jones contract and thought it was a misprint. It was like, what? 20, 24 million for a guy who hadn't had a 100yard game in about 80 plus games until late last year. It was very It was very strange. You love that event. I do. That I was, is you go every year. I, I try to. I was there on Saturday and, and met up with our old friend, the gold standard oh, well, the gold Zach standards. Goldman. And wow. uh, yeah, if I could just sit and watch live tennis I would, all day, every day for like a week straight, that sounds like a fun.
1: Now, I know me. this is not Courts of Thunder, but since that <laughs> uh, vanity podcast is in hiatus, I must ask you, were you Might be there back. Ooh, were you there for the uh, Naomi Osaka incident?
2: No, I was I, me and Walker went. So we just we left around 6 p.m. We did not uh, hit the night session. Ah,
1: <sighs> So you were not the heckler. It was, it was a long day in <laughs> hot weather. Good, good, good. All right, so the Jaguars very busy. Are they going to be better? I don't know. Claybond, have they gotten better the last two days?
3: I think the Jags have gotten better. Uh, was the expenditure worth it in terms of Zay Jones and, and Evan Ingram? I think the Ingram contract's fine. Um, the, the Zay Jones one causes some questions. But spend the money. I, I don't care. It's not my money. P- people get really, like, about this. Oh, the, they need to manage the cap and, and you have to spend here. And that. I think there are a better football team, which is the goal. I like that they're trying to win games. Um, I think they could have spent the money more wisely, uh, but I do think they have
2: improved. It's like the Patriots theory last year. It's like, even if some of those signings didn't work out and some did, some didn't, they just needed players that could play mm-hmm. and the Jaguars certainly uh, were that. It's just their they're mix of Receivers for Trevor Lawrence, for instance, T.J. D.J. Shark went to Detroit for one for ten. It's like is is Zay Jones an upgrade from D.J. Shark? I don't I don't think so. The uh, the collection of players: Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, and at running back, it's like Robinson and Etienne. I mean, that's still a a pretty poor uh, group overall. It's I would not say
0: shockingly if, different than what they floundered. A mid a year
1: ago. Well, Doug Peterson is studying the tape. Obviously he wasn't there last year and he's he made decisions You're county on, on the water You're county on coach. Yeah, they they wanted a reboot and we'll see if it works. That was News and Notes presented by Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Learn more at Upwork.com. We'll take a break. Hopefully you'll get one of those Patrick Claybon kindrel ads, because nobody reads a Kindrel <laughs> ad like Claybon. Cross your fingers, we'll be right back.
2: Uh, great job, Clayvon. It was one of my favorites. <laughs> Just taking a shot. Awesome read there, Pat. I once heard uh, you, Dan, and... Daniel Jeremiah reading Kindrel ads back to back, which mm. was good because I was kind of not totally focused <laughs> on the first ad and I caught some of what I missed the second time. Yeah, that's right. mission
3: critical right there. That's right, how right.
2: you do advertising, by the way. I that's demanded in my,
1: uh, my contract of $0.00 for the ad reads uh, to do back to back ads to make sure that the message was getting through to the populace.
0: You care about the consumer.
1: I care about the advertiser. Them also. First and foremost. Let's talk the Jets, who are very busy. My goodness. I like everything they've done so far. The latest news, they signed safety Jordan Whitehead, formerly of the Bucks to a two-year, fourteen and a half million dollar contract. Uh, you know one thing um that I always watch and you're studying, you know, tweet decks up while you're you know getting ready for the show? When a move like this happens and Jordan Whitehead goes to the Jets and I see the beat writers like, quote, retweeting the sign, like, ouch, oh, this one's going to hurt the Bucks. Oh, they're, they're going to, this one pains them to see him get away. I'm like,
0: yes. <laughs> one of the great, like,
1: Twitter moments and something like that happens. So they absolutely uh, needed to replace Marcus May, who's a free agent, coming off an Achilles tear. And uh, he'll join Ashton Davis at safety as it stands. It could be in the business to add another safety. We'll see. Um, So that's a nice signing. They also add to their offense. Uh, We talked about um, they um – they made some moves yesterday. CJ Ozama, formerly of the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, joins the Jets on a three-year, $24 million contract. There it is again, that 8 or $9 million, A lot of these tight ends getting that. The, the tag was right around 10 So I liked what we saw from Ozama last year. And the Jets have been in desperate need of somebody who can catch the ball and make plays uh, at tight end. So that addresses that need on some level. Uh, they also... Uh, Resigned Braxton Berrios, which I think we hit on Tevin Coleman uh, as well. So the Jets have been very busy, not making huge splash moves, Greg, but making moves that are addressing, a like Jacksonville, a roster that is barren. But I just like the way they're going about it uh, with Joe Douglas right now.
2: I like Jordan Whitehead. He improved every season. Basically didn't miss a snap the last three years. I think if you just watch those two playoff games this year, it's a small sample. He was probably the best player in their secondary in those two games. Made a lot of big plays. Good tackler. I th- they were in on Marcus Williams, and Marcus Williams would have been nice. Whitehead's a very different player. More, you know, he's got to make more plays against the run. But for the money, I think it it makes sense. I think it worked out well. They they just need to add quality starters. Uzama, big locker room guy too. Bengals. You're hearing Bengals that with him. a lot Maybe of these. Maybe not games. a huge playmaker. And Barrios too. And D.J. Reed, uh, a cornerback
1: of the Seahawks, oh, signs three years, thirty-three DJ million, Reed. as well. So I listen. This time
0: it's different. Maybe this year's different. That D.J. Reed. <laughs> Maybe this year will be better than the last. Well, it can't be a whole lot worse. Salah knows how to coach up the secondary
2: individuals, so I like the uh, the vibe. Right. He was there when D.J. Reed was drafted, I believe, by the 49ers. Made very little impact as like a fifth-round pick there. Then went to Seattle. And was awesome. That's one of those things if he was a first-round pick and he put together the year and a half that he just put together, and, and he's not a tall guy. He might be like five nine or something. Like He would have gotten double the money just based off draft pedigree. He was great for Seattle uh, the last year and a half. You just, I mean, it's just the law of averages.
1: At a certain point, they're going to hit on a mix of players that makes them relevant again, but... Uh, I mean, the, listen, the Zach Wilson thing cannot be understated. He needs to take a significant step forward. So I would think that their next move, whether it's the draft or maybe an Allen Robinson, you got to add more around the kid. But we're very close to me feeling legitimately spicy. About Offensive the line,
0: new red zone target.
2: Draft brings wide receivers. I mean, it's never a great sign as a fan base when you're leaning hard into the law of averages will bring us back around, but you're you're not wrong.
0: Eventually,
1: it's going to work. I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals were three plays away from winning the Super Bowl this year. Anything's possible. Uh, We mentioned, here's the lines. We mentioned DJ Shark. He goes from the Jags to Detroit on a one-year $10 million contract. Obviously, they need to build uh, more playmakers out around Jared Goff to give them a chance on offense. I'm not saying Shark is the answer, but he's had his moments. They also add uh, to their defense, Charles Harris, um, the former first-round pick, uh, is re-signed to a two-year $14 million contract. He had a nice season for them last year, a career-high 7.5 sacks, 10 tackles for loss. So they say we're keeping that guy in our building. In a, nice move. Uh, all right. In other Midwestern news, uh, the Bears have lost James Daniels. The guard has signed with the Steelers on a three-year, and dollars pact. So uh, a day after... Um, Mitch Trubisky signs with Pittsburgh. They add to their offensive line. They also agreed to terms with center Mason Cole, formerly of the Vikings, on a three-year deal. And, Patrick, uh, it goes without saying that Ben Roethlisberger was shot Uh, last year and maybe in the last two years, but it didn't do him any favors that the offensive line was well below average. So, they're addressing that. They've addressed quarterback. We'll see if these guys can play the guitar.
3: And it seems like an admission that the the (laughs) much-discussed
1: Nice air guitar there. Thank you.
3: The the much-discussed offensive line overhaul of 2021 did not go as planned. No, uh, no. All, all that Naji <laughs> accomplished, he did uh, in the face of tremendous adversity. Right, and and, um, and so you like to see it. You you, you like to see teams that admit. That, hey, this did not work out. The plan did not work out. The players did not work out. And uh we're, we're coming at a It reminds end. me of
2: the Bengals a little bit. Yep. You know. Yeah, and I liked I like what Pittsburgh did. I mean, they've added three offensive lines. James Daniels got a decent amount of money. He was he was solid for the Bears, a young player who's played a lot. They also signed Mason Cole. I think you mentioned they they just needed upgrades. I, I was talking with, with our guy Nate Tice about this. This is where I, I do think it makes sense, like what's the difference between these guys and a and Tomlinson who got top shelf money um, or, or some of the guys that got huge dollars. I like what the Giants have done. They added John Feliciano from Buffalo. Uh, and who else did they add? I'm forgetting right now. Uh, another guard. Plurinsky. Uh Right. Who who can play? Who's saw, Like the difference in these guards feels like it's not a huge amount if you can coach them up uh, between like the middle to lower guys. You just need guys. The Giants didn't have guys. The, the Steelers didn't have guys. They got some guys. In other news, trade alert, spicy, spicy sizzler.
1: You got, I think this is Wes's boy. Somebody's boy, Chase uh, I Winovich. Think we all, all like this guy. Was, this is he a, did, we did, he yeah. did
2: fall hard for Chase, yeah. but I was into him too, that preseason where he like dominated. The, Bra-
1: the Browns have acquired linebacker Chase Winovich from the Patriots in exchange for linebacker Mac Wilson. Uh, so uh, there you go. A little linebacker for linebacker swap. You get a... Uh, handsome, fair-haired Winovich, uh, and I know that means a lot to you, Mark.
0: Winovich, thank you for what saying a... that. 11 sacks and ni- 19 and 20, and then he you know, wasn't used the same way. They don't have Jadavian Clowney. They don't have Tack McKinley, and so they, they're looking for pass-rushing help, and I think that they're not done on that front. Mac Wilson is from Alabama, very hard-working player who I think has it, Wes and I also talked about Mac Wilson, because there would be moments where you could see it, and then it would go away. And so I think he will oh, actually yeah. fit
2: well with the Patriots. which I don't understand. He always seemed like he was a really good pass rusher, and he was always on Bill Belichick's uh, bad list. Well, maybe he's a like malcontent. He just, he, I, I kind of like yeah, that. they would be honking reading, a little bit. But I don't know why. It's oh. like they needed a pass rusher. They never played him.
1: I was reading some like uh, tweet replies to one of the, the Pat's Beat reporters uh, when they announced it, and apparently he – he kind of got on the bad side of some people by being way out front, like doing a ton of commercials and off-the-field ventures. Who which cares? Occurs. I'm not saying like – The Patriots, that's, that's the, I'm not the saying, That's why he got on Belichick's bad side. It but wouldn't surprise I'm just connecting me. some dots. It's like, no why would people on, like you and your would on Twitter
0: add?
3: care about that?
0: Right. It's like, like – mid- oh yeah, Get
1: him out of here. He likes to do commercials it's, and make money on that's the side. so dumb. Well, right. Because don't you think
0: Patriots <laughs> fans have become like so indoctrinated as such Belichickites So like, we also don't agree with that call don't promote yourself. We, we, we've got
3: to bury this thing that, like, the Patriot way is to be a certain way and have... Like, it's, it's to, to his execute... Way. And have and, and and have good players, but they
2: do have their they do have their types. I mean their their free agency has been almost comical. They bring back Matthew Slater, who you always got to bring back uh, one of the great special teamers. I think he's sixty three now. But James White know. brought him back. Nick Folk brought him back. Kirk Ferentz's son brought him back. It's just like a bunch of guys that Belichick likes to have they're around. Brian Hoyer. They're gonna learn this <laughs> Brian eventually. Brian
1: But here's the dirty little secret: like the Patriot way worked because Tom Brady was yeah. the quarterback.
2: And, and Tom is and on TV stuff. every and they, second, and they change. You know, they did. They did make the playoffs last year His here with a rookie roles. quarterback. That's hard to do. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady, by the way. Um, you know, famously unretired yesterday or sunday famously, yep. You remember are that? Are we cycling back into yesterday's Wee News items? <laughs> we are because I have I have something uh, to mention about. It. I forgot earlier, and it was brought up. I've I heard from some listeners today on on Tuesday's First Things First, hosted by Nick Wright, who I, I'm a, I'm a fan of. Okay, and uh, and I got brought up on apparently as part of this oh, show. There we <laughs>
1: Come on! Oh, no, I know. The, but the you idea to, that he was bullied. You got to subscribe to By more Greg
2: Rosenthal, Boston Media. <laughs> that was talking about Tom Brady. Um, wait, can you play that again? It, it was talking about how wait, Tom brady I want to hear it again. I watched how he said your name. Tom Brady's dad uh, essentially was saying that Tom Brady got bullied into retiring by the media. That like the media was reporting this stuff, and so then he he literally said that he was bullied into retiring. Let play the that media. again.
1: Come on! Oh, no, I know. The idea that he was bullying—you got to subscribe to more like Greg Rosenthal, Boston <laughs> media.
2: <laughs> you are
1: a bully,
3: because like, bully. "Who is
2: like the least um, intimidating member of the NFL media it, I could wait, possibly were you, were you, think of?" Were
3: you linked into Boston media? There is that the is
2: is that what happened? No, I think I the think second he was guy, just guy trying to Boston say media, like, you know that the media was reporting this, and he was just using me as a as a as a person who could represent any and all uh, NFL media. Those, I feel he like there also, would have to be some more
1: connection than he that. He also
2: threw in Ian Rappaport well, let's hear and that, one too. You got that early, one too. I didn't yeah. want to give them credit. Later on, he also <laughs> did that.
1: Oh, my half a billionaire, one of the world's most famous people's son, greatest football player ever, got bullied by Ian Rappaport. You won't imagine how hard it was for him. He didn't want to retire, but Tom
0: Pelissero released a report, and he had no choice. Jo- get out of here! Hey, what hey, are that, these idiots was, talking about? takes <laughs> two sabers to the neck on that. Yeah, he didn't Yikes. get the, the pronunciation right. What the hell are they talking right? I, no, because about? Because the father is saying <laughs> that, it. like, the odd concept that Tom Brady would be cajoled did unretire because media, right?
2: Nobody's he, and the way he's sort of saying their names is that they're is, they're not. It's a, like a, that, a somehow repute. that we, he was, was so, um, you know, intimidated or, or pushed into retiring because all these places oh, okay. were reporting it. Not that I was. It is a preposterous
3: it. idea. We literally yes, have celebrated is, the done. man's birthday on air every well, single well, year. So, we we would... breathlessly report every venture he undertakes, including movies, commercials. It's nonstop. Nobody has any power over Tom Brady.
0: And wait, why would Tom Brady's dad <laughs> like even I, I, Giselle, I also fair. think it's nonsense. But why would Tom Brady's dad cook that up at a thin air and that tell was, a radio station? That, that was that. aggressive by Clay there. That was like a, yeah. a Ces right there. Right. Why would Tom Brady's dad just cook that up out of thin air? I I'm not saying the I believe is confusing it's confusing to just, me why, and I just I feel like I need it, to Why even say it though? Maybe Tom Brady's dad's the one who's you Love know. you Tom. I love
1: Tom Brady. <laughs> love you bro. Giselle, I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. Every day. Every hour. Every week. I
0: mean we were on that every beat year. the minute it was announced that he was He didn't even miss an OTA practice. He never even filed the paperwork. Yeah, but the minute you saw what that, a month it, it must was have that been beach photo. You knew that was not working.
2: He was he so worried about the Buckingham. First of all, he realized he couldn't get out of there. And then he was so worried that they could have any sort of competitive disadvantage in terms of not keeping these guys, that his boys were about to leave Ryan Jensen and he couldn't make signings that he had to get it done quick. Uh, since we're bringing up the
1: Patriots, let's just t- touch on two other moves they made. They re sign uh, Nick Folk to a two year, $5 million contract. He's been a. Uh, uh, a real steady guy. He's 37 years old, Mark. I know you were really hankering for that uh, age d- data on Folk. He's he's gonna turn 38 in November, so mm. that's that's for you. Thank uh, you. He's been, he looks
0: he looks great for his age. He's
1: been very, he's been very good for the Pats. He's a journeyman of all journeymen, and then James White, former Super Bowl hero, uh, re-signs uh, two-year, five million dollar contract. So he ain't going nowhere, and he. Uh, We'll uh, continue to share a backfield with Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, now I'm remembering. I was kind of an annoying fantasy backfield last
2: year. For you, yes. Yeah. You had Damian Harris. But
1: Damian, yeah, he he stepped up in fantasy playoffs. That
0: guy's a player. He's the best player in that backfield. Just hold on to that. I ball. like Stevenson. Well, I think he's going to become a they, bigger Well, there factor. were waves. Last season yeah. was
1: funny. If you were tracking that backfield closely, it was like – Damian Harris season. Everyone's I was like this guy's unbelievable. And then he got hurt and Ramondre Stevenson had like 130-yard games like this is the true stud of this backfield. Oh yeah. And then Damian Harris is by the end of the season is scoring four touchdowns a week in the regular season. It was like,
0: okay. Then like Brandon Bolden comes in and you know Brandon spoils Bolden your season Sunday. is here. Yeah.
3: The, I think the the fantasy issue with the <laughs> Patriots backfield is more about how the Patriots handle injuries uh, than
1: the this is the host, by the way, of NFL <laughs> Fantasy Live on NFL Network. So do you want to get in? I know what they're doing with the network coverage this week. It's like, oh, we're going to throw it to Adam Rank. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Let's get the whole crew in there. Michael F. Florio. Get Florio in the mix. Uh, how about Patrick Claybon? now? Give us a little fantasy spin. What's That's the- it. That, 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 that's the total Pats, is there any, it's also my job anything. to just
3: throw it to those guys and then them do it i just think because people think that there's some oh it's the team and it's belichick we never know how they're it, it, we don't know because like mm. we just don't know who's gonna play they need they, they, they need to find out, out later yeah this guy had a Torn face for the whole season. They need another receiver. <laughs> a torn that, face. I hope that's where that shake Matt
2: <laughs> Mason
1: money's going, Shaq Mason. Now, next time Marcus Grant's saying yes. to you, like, no, man, you're just the host.
0: Don't say anything. No. I, Send yeah, him that, the
1: footage of you saying he has a torn face. Right. That's it.
0: <laughs> well, we didn't have that information. That's new information. Face.
1: Hey, Taurus Face. This
0: whole thing. It's face off.
1: Taurus, face off. Face off.
3: Which I'm sure the the box office numbers for Face Off. Much better.
1: Very good. Better than Dave? Yeah, I, I, sure. I would I would I would sure. guarantee. It. Well, now we're moving the goalposts. 245 million. Yeah, I mean it was oh, a massive hit. Snap. We're moving the goalpost now. Right. It went from Dave was a bomb to now it has to beat Face Off, which was peak no, uh, Dave, Travolta you, Cage. I never said
0: it. I Dave, never said Dave it. Dave was a Mid- wo- a wonderful surprise for the studio, I think. Surprise no. hit for the studio. Yeah.
3: Middling Travolta Broken right. Arrow yeah. in 96 yeah, um, got a 150 money maker.
2: million. It's like, <laughs> "Hey, why don't they make movies for that like that anymore?" It's this like, "Who is this guy?" For adults, you know, it's like... (laughs) Uh, Maybe I don't want to watch Superheroes Just like a mid-budget movie I like this guy (laughs) This This guy exists
1: uh, all right. Uh, let's finish this up. It's time to go. Uh, Please.
2: I tried to bang out that Patriots news for you before, but, you know, I think we're good. No need. Any, anything else is boring.
1: Uh, the 49ers have signed cornerback uh, Charvarius Ward, formerly of the Chiefs, three years, $42 million. Uh, so that's a nice signing for the Nainers, right?
2: Yeah. It's one of those guys that it's any time you watch him it's like, wow, oh, this guy seems really good. And then PFF grades him really highly and yet no one ever kind of mentioned him as mm. one of the better cornerbacks Tough in the itch. league. And but NFL teams know. They they watched it and they paid him like one of the better cornerbacks. They have a the young league.
0: secondary. Emmanuel Mosley 25, Ambry Thomas who was, you know, very hot and cold last year, but again, I trust that defense to coach those guys up. That will the system. Yeah, Ambry Thomas was a third rounder a year contract. ago. So he's probably twenty two Age beat
1: reporter on today's. I know, episode. but I'm
0: looking. I have been. Spe- I did a lot of my research on the yeah. oldest players. Now you're asking me about someone on the yeah. other end. I didn't you know, know like not- if
1: you have all bases coverage in the age game right now. But I will I'm find learning out for more. you.
0: I will find out for you while you discuss the next thing you discuss. All right,
1: we got one more thing to discuss, and uh, we took a trip to the local uh, high school gymnasium, uh, the Puncher Punch Club uh, Punch Bowl Mixer. Now we're gonna go to the kicker club Uh, this is where the cool people hang out this is the this is the buzzy this is the get behind the velvet ropes join us because you know who's popping bottles young (laughs) way five years kickers don't get five years $24.25 $24.25 million. 11 and a half guaranteed. You know what's better than a million dollars? A billion dollars. That's what Justin Tucker gets on his next deal. But who will take this. Locked up through his age 32 season. Second highest paid kicker in the league. Trailing only the aforementioned Justin Tucker. Who's making five and it should be ten. And I'm literally not joking. That's how valuable he is. To his team, and he is a one of one. Wait,
2: Justin Tucker only makes only makes five million dollars a year. Five million. That seems yep. absurd to me. Mm-hmm. Seems like an opportunity to exploit. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a little crazy. If you if you really think of it, no offense to Foley Fatukasi, who I liked a lot, uh, but the fact that uh, Fatukasi is making double that's what Tucker what I'm makes
1: saying that's, that's pretty crazy. That's, that's unjust. Tucker is it's a unjust. guy who actually creates points with his feet. And he does it at a at a level that we've never seen before. All right. Anyway. He needs
2: to hold out and change, you know, do it. Change the game. He needs to be like Le'Veon Bell for running backs, except more effective uh, in terms of changing the market. You know how Le'Veon yeah, Bell better. said he was doing it for the running backs. Tucker's just got to sit out until he gets more money. He
0: should hire. It um, was the unselfish nature of that Le'Veon Bell holdout that always <laughs> stood You know, that stuck with me the most. Like, uh,
1: he should hire like uh, Odell's dad. They <laughs> put together just like a clip of all the other kickers in Ravens history sucking left, like Matt, pushing right. I mean, Matt Stover pushing one right. Matt Stover was an excellent kicker right. oh, for fifteen oh, oh, years. Sorry, well,
0: no, <laughs> that, mean, that was oh, not That was the last Cleveland the Browns kicker before president. they before <laughs> well, they
2: moved. So, well, oh, well legendary figure, obviously. It's been he a fine has Been an excellent tradition. Ravens but, kickers.
0: Ambry Thomas, by the way, twenty-two years old. Listen to this factoid: boy, born on nine nine. Ninety nine. Oh, there it Mm-hmm. Is.
1: mm-hmm. Matt Stover's fifty four, by the way.
0: Makes sense. He was kicking in the nineties and you know,
2: early aughts. Patriots will have him in for a tryout later.
1: Anyway, Koo was awesome last year, eighty seven or ninety four. Um 87 94 in the past 3 years and uh makes all his extra points 13 of 14 from 50 plus so he well, is When we watched he's how he did deal. his
2: business up close 5 feet away we were standing on the sidelines right next to Kuh, in London right in London and we were impressed at the intensity and uh the how seriously he took his job not really like we wouldn't think it but mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a raging intensity throughout the game
3: also converted multiple onside kicks in the dead ball onside kick Ooh, era as true. well
2: He's right. Shout out to Coop. Versatile. Strong guy, too, you know. That lifts weights. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: very thick in the legs. He actually, he does the thing where he cuts the bottom of the pants. to. He needs those thighs to breathe. Nice move. <laughs> you like only that. get that insight when you are down on the field. Right, like that's we were good. Literally once. Good we, note. We wish you were there, Mark. Uh, it should be said that Mark, due to health uh, issues, was not able to join us in London. Wasn't the same without you. And we understand that. Uh, Bringing up Young Way Koo's thighs gives you a little FOMO, and uh, I apologize.
0: It gives me motivation to get back to London or at least to a Falcons game.
1: Fair enough. Patrick, you've said it all. Thanks. You've come here, (laughs) and um, this is a big show to be on. I mean, we don't just hand out the golden (laughs) ticket to be on the uh, legal tampering period episode unless we know the guy has the goods,
0: Patrick was on last year's free agency frenzy. Well, that tells you everything. I said, hot damn! <laughs> just stacking wins over here. It's good research by here. the Gravedigger too. Hey, Gravedigger,
1: yeah, did know that. And another really strong episode from you. I mean, there's just no other way around it. Thanks. And uh, you know, life is good on a beach during the biggest week of the off season. But what's more fulfilling, being behind the glass? S- certainly, maybe smarter from a career standpoint. I'll leave it there. Let's see the the top ten free agents available. Tron Arbstead at number one on Greg's list, still out there. Von Miller,
2: number three, Cowboy still out there. Cowboys sniffing around, supposedly. We'll see. Uh, Von
0: Miller like, has, a, f- I, I believe, a ranch in outside of Dallas mm-hmm. or in Texas. I'm trying to so figure
2: out, sure out your is. list
1: here. It goes from one to three, so they're they, just pulling
2: it out. They're and then... taking players that were signed and putting them at the bottom. So Chandler Jones <laughs> five, they get out of the original ranking. Okay, rank I kind
1: of like it because you see where their original ranking is. Okay, so Tehran number one, Von Miller, three.
2: Chandler Jones, a little surprised he has not uh, found a team yet, but it's still early. It, a lot of people were doing work uh, for his agent. Uh, the over the build-up to the start of free agency. But generally, when a player doesn't sign now through, what is it, 36 hours almost, it's a sign that that was uh, some phony stuff. Mm. If he had the money that he wanted, he would have signed by now. Not that he's not going to get a great deal, but he's not getting the deal that was expected and maybe people were promising. Honey Badger is out there at six. Allen Robinson out there. He was
1: eight on Greg's oh, list. Yeah. Uh, that's the top 10 remaining players. Uh, also notable players in the top 20, Odell. That feels like it's going to happen with the Rams, but we don't know. Stefan Gilmore, Dwayne Brown, Winston, Wagner, Clowney, Zedarius Smith, and Calais Campbell.
2: Some, some Gilmore to the Jets talk. It feels like the Jets are in a lot of these, just like being involved in the negotiations, So you don't know how serious uh, it is, but some Gilmore Jets chatter. Also, I, I, I noted Rich
1: mean he said that that is not a target mm, for the Jets. But
2: I noted that uh, Jordan Whitehead is a cousin of Darrell Revis. So how about that? Oh, OK.
1: Enough time has passed where my frustration and anger towards Darrell's second time with the Jets has passed. And Good. I, I want him to be a part of the Jets family forever, so. I'm happy to hear that. That's, That's a, very nice of you. Yeah, yeah, it's yes, a big step to allow
3: Darrell Rivas access to the... Well, I mean,
1: listen, I mean, he literally stole from them. Most people. You know. It takes two. Why aren't you more mad at the franchise? Right. Hey, Plus he, he stole. I think he, didn't,
2: he didn't work hard. Like flags five forever. I think people think of him as a patriot. You know, what an important oh. uh, part of the 2014 season he was. He really was. Worst of both really worlds.
1: really was. Um, you're a bad guy.
2: Um, <laughs> all right. So we'll be back again tomorrow
1: for the official new year. Uh, and then maybe Thursday. Let's see. We'll see if we do a Thursday
2: let's, yeah, show. Let's cool
0: our jets on. Yeah, make, it like, definitely slowed down
2: again. We managed to stretch it into well over an hour, anyways. But it did slow down today. Right. It, depending on how things
1: play out, but uh, we'll probably have two more shows this week, and then the around the NFL broadcast to close things out on Friday on NFL Network. Uh, might have two. I don't right. like the way
0: you probably will. Like probably again. It's, you're might.
1: Listen, you're invited to sit a show out. Um, Mark I'm if, more if concerned much, About
0: like Let's let's be as relevant As possible
1: Well That's You know Sometimes less is more Is what you're saying
0: If if there's less information there's to, always, the, to give we, to people Another
2: option We could just change Around the days we do it Let it build up a little Tape it right. quickie On Friday After the TV show I mean That would delay Your Saturday, Saturday hammer. For 40 We'd drop a Saturday no, hammer Just to keep people On their idea. toes
1: What if we just do 15 minute episodes Seven days a week
0: I'm, not, I'm verbally not responding at this point. <laughs> All right, good stuff.
1: Thank you again, Patrick. Thank you, guys. Where can we find you? <laughs> uh, Twitter.com slash Patrick There he is. Patrick thought uh, he was no. going to get out of here about 52 minutes ago.
3: NFL Now on Friday. Yeah. 1 there p.m. Eastern. Right here on NFL Network.
1: All right, check out Patrick. Check out us. And remember, heed the call.